Hello and welcome. My name is Geraint John and this is episode 24 of the Voice for Voice podcast recorded exclusively for your ears in Brixton, London. This is episode 24, the final in the first series and the final episode of 2018. Welcome. How are you, mate? I am good, yeah. So this is the, the final episode. So we've been doing this for months and months and months, and this is the final, not the final episode ep- ever, but the final episode of 2018. Thank God. Yeah, what a whirlwind this has mm. been. Definitely the highlight of my week, though, just sat here talking about voice with you. Yeah, when did we get going? I think we got going in June, when yeah, I got going. back from VoiceCon in New York. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, I think I think it was June, but it's been an amazing, amazing experience, and it's reached a lot of people. The amount of people who, in the voice tech community, kind of come up to me and say, oh, "I love the podcast. I listen to it." It's very satisfying to hear, mm. and the stats are really good as well. As in the the people who uh, watch and listen around the world, it's it's quite it's quite nice to hear. So it's the end of 2018. It's been a hell of a year for voice. Uh, voice technology is just kind of on everyone's minds, I think, at the moment. And I've got a feeling that next year is going to be pretty mega. So, like I said, this is the final episode of Series 1. And and this episode, we're just going to have a roundup of the year. We're going to look at the year as a whole, uh, look at the biggest news stories. And, yeah, we're going to make some predictions for next year as well. Because it's been hell of a year, but we think next year is going to be even bigger. So what are we kind of going to be chatting about, Will? So, as you say, we're going to be looking at 2018, obviously a massive year for voice technology. Uh, Alexa, Google Home, Bixby, all of them have had incredible investment, incredible advances in capabilities. So we're going to be looking at what we think is the biggest news of 2018. We're also going to be looking at maybe what what each company has done right. So, obviously, Amazon, Google, Apple... Samsung have all taken very different approaches. So we're going to be looking at what they've done well and also maybe looking at what they've maybe not done so well, what they could improve on. Do you, do you get a feeling that Google have got something up their sleeve for next year? I think they always do. Yeah, I just think that, I don't know, it's that Macaulay Culkin advert just made me realise that, wow, actually, they may not be as kind of, as flash as Amazon, Amazon, they're advertising everywhere and it's kind of mm. people like it more because it's, I don't know, I, I don't know why they like it more, but I've got a feeling that Google is like the safer bet for information and, and I think that advert kind of proved how they really could aggressively uh, take over this market next year. Yeah, so we'll be touching on that when we talk about our predictions for 2019. So where the hell is it all going? It's very difficult to say, obviously, at the moment, but we can have a go at guessing. Yeah, we can have a go at guessing, can't we? 
And we've got a skill of the week, have we? Yes, well? a Christmas-themed skill. Yeah. Are you, what are you doing for Christmas, Will? I am going to Norfolk. Yeah, yeah. Norfolk. Yeah. God, where the hell is that? It's on the nor- It's on the East Coast. So you're going by the sea? Yeah. And am I right in saying that after North, after Christmas, you're going somewhere else? I'm going to Kenya, yes. So basically what Will's doing is he's going to find himself in Norfolk. So he's going to be stood staring into the sea, just thinking about voice technology. Uh, he's smiling now. He's doing a little smile. And he's then going to find himself even further in Kenya. Yeah. So just and then kinda... may or may not come back. Well, so no, this we... could really be the last episode. <laughs> but it's quite dangerous in Kenya, isn't it? I think, no, well, I think it's all right. Well, no, yeah. I think in it's terms right. of animals. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to go on safari, you just watch yourself, man, because the voice community needs you. Yeah, well, it it's, a be big, a, it's a big year for you next year, a, a minor loss. Exactly. But a loss all the same. Exactly. So... What we what should we chat about? So first? let's let's talk about what we think was the biggest news item of 2018 because I think that's a good way of gauging. Okay, so what are the biggest news stories then of this year? What what, what well what, for me, I think the story which captured my imagination the most was the Google Duplex mm. release. Now, for me, that was a complete jump in anything I thought was possible in voice technology. So I think a voice assistant taking initiative like that, the ums and ahs of the conversation, reacting to really poor quality audio on the other end, interpreting broken English, it was really, really impressive. And I think that was a glimpse of what is possible in the future. Yeah, certainly what's possible from Google. But isn't there an argument that it was a bit of a publicity stunt? Yeah, I think... Because it hasn't actually been rolled out properly, is it? So no. I mean, and it was in May last year. It's almost like they're teasing with it because nothing really has become of it uh, I, since I, then. I would agree that it was probably the biggest publicity stunt of the year, but in terms of actually implementation, nothing's happened, has it, you know? No, but, but it shows the technology is there and it's just waiting. Well, and I think in terms of 2019, it's this kind of, you know, technology that could really blow up, really, and leave Amazon blown out of the water, you know? Yeah, that's the concern. I think if I was a Alexa developer, I would worry that there might be a huge upgrade in the in the technology which might make skills today redundant. I think it's the same with every new technology because it's so volatile, because it's so new. When people were creating apps when they first were released on iOS there'll be a big update and all previous apps were basically rendered. Well, it's great for pointless agencies and, and, you know, yeah. Yeah. I guess it means that you can create creating skills, keep charging money. But I think this probably gives a bit of reluctance for big brands to spend a lot of money on building a voice app, knowing that the game could be changed. And actually this, I heard from one, from one developer that the duplex demo is a bit unhelpful because that kind of raised the bar in terms of what clients expect yeah, is possible. And definitely. actually it's, that's not possible no. for an agent. That's like something separate to a voice app. That's something which has taken like millions of hours of machine learning. And that's not what you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. So it is a bit of a, it's just the biggest kind of news story, but at the end of the day, it ain't real, is it? It's just like something created for hype. Mm. So, 
but you just get a feeling that Google Assistant, you know, that that Macaulay Culkin ad, you know, where he's jumping on the bed and he's using Google to kind of uh, control everything. I did, that really freaked me out, that did, because I've always been, oh, Amazon have won, Google have been blown out of the water. And then you just realize, hang on a minute. They're just playing it so safe. They're not like making as much noise as Amazon, but they're mm. there for the taking. They've got the data. They want to own your home. You know, they want to get you the right information via voice. And yeah, I think they're starting to flex their muscles. So I think that will be something to look out for in 2019. So what, what for you then, if it's not, is duplex the biggest story for you? Yeah, I, I guess for me, it is. Amazon and the fact that they're teaming up with third party devices to widen their reach. So, because I've, you know, I've been listening to a lot of people talk about this and I think their strategy is bang on because I don't think they can compete with Google in the sense that Google has got better data, it's a better experience. So, the only way that they can get total market share is by teaming up. It's a bit like growth hacking. That's what I've always said. So you team up with Sonos and you get you allow Sonos to integrate Alexa into the speaker. So I've got the soundbar mm. at home and we use Alexa to turn on the telly, et cetera, et cetera. And so then in terms of a buying decision, you're always going to buy the sound speaker that's enabled, that's got... So there's a choice of two and one's 20 quid more expensive and it's got Alexa. You're always going to choose the one that's got Alexa. Yeah. And that's like transferable to cars. So I think when you buy a car and you you know you're buying a car for twelve grand, you're going to choose the one that's got the that's Alexa enabled. When you're choosing a microwave, when you're choosing an oven, when you're choosing a fridge, that when you're choosing whatever it might be, that mm. is their way. That's the way that they can get like you know totally own it. And Google, of course, can't do that. So well, they have partner with a lot of devices google but just not no not as many as amazon it's just i don't think that's their like strategy you know what they're trying to do is just own voice search and own you know kind of commands in the house like turn on my heating and things like that you know Mm. so i think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens next year in terms of who they partner up with what what because already the kind of apple itunes integration mega so that you know so the fact that you can listen to your whole music library now via Alexa is is just incredible, you know? Yeah. So I think that's what we've been starting to get a sense of is what it would be like to have voice devices everywhere. Mm. And I think that culminated when Alexa announced there were 20,000 devices which worked with Alexa. Yeah. No, that's, it's pretty, pretty and they And that prefab home company epitomizes that. Yeah, that stands out, doesn't it, as a yeah. story, the prefab home company we spoke about that about you know yeah three months ago and alexa owning the home i'm gonna throw a curveball in here and say apart from duplex my biggest story is a samsung bixby release right okay that's controversial so think about it samsung not in the game at all at the moment but if they throw the technological geniuses partner with the leadership partner with their incredible market share in smartphones suddenly they've got an absolutely amazing position from which to grow their bixby Mm. and i think what the the difference is is they control so many smartphones that they have both the software and uh, the hardware they're full stack right whereas alexa is going to struggle without a phone and i think a lot of people including yourself have been hoping that amazon bring out a phone to 
get past this, but doesn't seem to be happening. Yeah, well, Siri doesn't seem to be as effective as I thought it would no. be, in the sense that I thought that shortcuts was going to be a huge thing that would revolutionize the way that we kind of plan our days. And I, I don't use the shortcuts. I just don't, you know, mm. the, I, I don't. And, but the thing is, as a non-Samsung owner, I've never owned a Samsung, I can't really... Well, as the voice for voice, I should be able to, but I'm being totally, I'm a very honest and transparent person. I can't relate to it because I don't like own one. So maybe mm, I need to own one. Yeah. But the figures speak to them for themselves. Well, we should get a Bixby in here and, yeah, it, yeah. and do some testing. We should get in touch with them and just see what they're up to. But I think sheer volume and you're right about the technology as well. So the fact that they've got a technological advantage, would would it would appear that... Yeah, that, that, and don't forget. I mean, they, it's not the biggest. They're basically story. bribing Google. I mean, well, blackmailing Google to give them access to their AI in exchange for allowing Assistant on Samsung, on Samsung devices. They're basically getting them to give a handover a lot of the research that they've done. So they could develop very, very quickly. But it's not going to be the. It's not the new story of the year, though, is it? I think it doesn't feel like that now. But maybe in two or three years, we'll look back at it, and it, it might. It may well be. But what about the Echo Dot on Black Friday and the fact that it sold out? Yeah. That's pretty mega. What's interesting for me about that is that it shows that it's not a novelty, these devices. You think that, because it's it's always sold very well, the Alexa devices, but you think maybe that it would tail off a little bit. But I think that shows that it's really not, if anything, demand is getting stronger. Yeah. We're seeing demand from people who've never bought an Alexa before, but also from people who already have them and they just want one for every room in their house. So I think, it, yeah, it's, it's really, and I think the biggest story is the amount of devices which have been sold this year because it's, it's something absolutely ridiculous. Well, the total number of voice speakers in the States alone is something like 60 million or something. Yeah, I think adoption is crazy and I think that target audience now is just so big that voice is just going to become massive for people who want to reach those people. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it's like what we say, the more and more brands that kind of build the skills. So it's down to the kind of the brands now to build skills and to treat skills from, you know, an Alexa point of view as a website. So, you you know, so I keep on saying, so you build a website. What are people, people are looking for certain information when they visit your website. So, if it's a, you know, a trainer company like Nike, they visit the website probably to purchase something, to mm-hmm. find the, you know, the newest releases of trainer. They look on the Instagram because they, you know, they want to see they're an advocate of the brand. So it's a lifestyle thing. They just want, it makes them feel better about themselves while they're going to their shit job that they hate, that they see Nike on the tube. It just makes them feel better, reaffirmed by the posters that they, that they see. It just makes just it's just what you like it's part of what your your you know your genetic makeup and then there needs to be a voice equivalent so what's your voice strategy how are people going to interact with alexa so for a trainer brand it could be something like you know night could create a fitness a fitness skill so you use voice to keep fit to to track calories or something like that so that you know that's that's what has to happen that's what has to happen next year the skills are great you know the the game skills are great but it needs to be, you know, brands, people need to be building skills, especially for voice, you know? 
so that that's where I see it going next year. That's where what's, what's the biggest fail of 2018? For, it's the Facebook portal for me. I mean, that was just an absolute joke. Embarrassing. I think Zucks, Zucks has had a very, very bad year. Mm. I mean, he, he's, yeah, I mean, I'm sure money, he's made loads of money, but I think he's been kind of exposed as a bit of a, like, yeah. bit of a kind of spy staring at us, listening. He's probably looking and listening at me right now. Yeah. He's got eyes. He's sat at home with his big hairy dog, just like looking at the voice of voice, listening to the podcast, getting angrier and angrier about the things that I'm saying, looking at Will saying, I heard Will's going to Kenya. I'd see you out there. <laughs> Will. there was an accident. Yeah, exactly. So when you're like on safari in Kenya, you might see Mark Zuckerberg behind a tree just looking mm, at you. I could take him. You reckon you could take him? Actually, no, he's quite quite muscly it's but like, you were kind of it's not really we were walking quite... out the office the other day and will started doing some weird uh martial art moves wing chun wing chun i just thought you you know i didn't say anything but well, it's just <laughs> i think you did embarrassing so what what about the what's the biggest uh fails for you in 2018 i think it's, it's portal without doubt <laughs> but it's alexa enabled the portal you know yeah i mean but what's the point what what are they trying to do except for spy on you? Yeah. If they're not even going to release their own platform. Then it's just, it's just like a video messaging thing with like a camera, which you can shut. It's just, it's just a shambles anyway. So what, what did Amazon get right then? What's your, what's so yeah, this is obviously the strategy has been, I think for me, what they've done really well is their, their business strategy has been really good. So the partnerships they've made with, other companies so they've and the platforms they've released which help other products integrate alexa so yeah. i think that's that's probably the best thing they've done so now any manufacturer can integrate alexa yeah they just have amazing. to apply it's really simple so if you're a light bulb company if you're a vacuum cleaner manufacturer TV you can apply to have alexa in your in your device and i think that is what will help it grow yeah they're certainly very, very active, aren't they? And the developer tools as well yeah. seem to be pretty banging. That's yeah, that's a big thing as well. The the interaction with developers, third party yeah, developers. Because we obviously help arrange the Alexa Dev meetup in London and yeah, it there's a really nice vibe there whereby they're obviously clearly looking around the room and the the guys in the room are the ones who could potentially skyrocket yeah. Alexa. Although- and so this has created Something like fifty thousand skills. This is how they've got to fifty thousand skills is by encouraging this symbiotic relationship with developers. But being cynical for a moment, how much do you think these third party skills are helping Alexa? I think some like Sonos, like that sort of thing. But no, it just skills alone. Because you could argue that the main use cases are still to listen to music, still to set a timer. And these are the kind of original skills. Yeah, but it's, like I keep on saying, it's the content, isn't it? It's when people realize that it's just a way of, just another way of getting content out there. So when people work that out, that's when it'll it'll really connect with people. Because at the, at the moment, it's not connecting with people, don't think, that, which is why it's a little bit confusing still. I think, like when I went to VoiceCon back in May, I think the expectation was, wow, this is going to go massive and someone's going to create this skill, which is going to be like the Minecraft or the, 
you know, the equivalent of something that's going to blow up and go viral and nothing has happened, nothing. So there's, you know, you can see in the skills store, they're all right and they're great, but there's nothing that's connected with the human population, mm. the population of the world. And I think when that does happen, that's when, you know, like the, even like the app equivalent, something that keep on saying it, but Deliveroo or Uber, there needs to be a voice version of one of those that people just use day to day to make life easier and to save time and money. I thought the reviews were pretty good, though. The fact that you can leave reviews. Yeah, that solved a big problem, yeah. being able to leave voice reviews. Yeah, which I did a few times. The microwave, bit weird, but I can definitely see where they're going because... Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I guess that comes back to the partnerships with manufacturers. Yeah, and obviously the new show, amazing. I thought yeah. be- beautiful screen, looks really beautiful. It's actually like a piece of furniture now rather than a Star Trek kind of gimmick. And the app as well, the fact that you can use voice to integrate with the app to, to kind of... yeah. I think nameless invocation is a huge one as well. So that's helping God, skill discovery. Lots and lots going on. Anything so, they could have done better though? Well, I think the skills need to be better, don't they? Yeah. I think enabling the skills is still a nightmare when we yeah. try and enable the skills. It's just always this most stressful part of the mm. podcast preparation. But yeah, I think next year is going to be, be focused on third party devices. It's going to be focused on content and yeah, just improving the, you know, the way that you enable skills and interact with Alexa. Will, will there be any new devices next year, do you think? I'm sure, sure there'll be loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Quite expensive, all this, especially when you have to buy them. Surely they <laughs> should be sent them. Anyway, so what did Google get right? I think the Home Hub is great. Yeah. The new Home Hub. I think it, that is going to be, the pricing is very competitive. It's only £130. Um, yeah. I think that coupled with Google software is actually a really strong offering now. And the smart picture frames were really big as well, weren't they? So a lot of people really... Yeah, exactly, yeah. So that's... Even that feature alone for that price point Mm. is is actually very attractive, especially to the older generation. I think apart from that, Duplex obviously was, was very good. Bilingual Google Home, very handy. And they've also actually ramped up the amount of partnerships they've had as well, similarly to Amazon, just not quite as many. But in terms of expansion, they've they've actually done very well. So, yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens next year. It really is. Yeah. I think what they could do better is more interaction with the devs. We need to go and like hang out in Google a bit yeah. next year, don't there's we? No, it doesn't seem like there's any No, I don't feel very or, welcome. No. No one's like reached out to me or anything. No. Which is, they should really, shouldn't they? Because obviously... Well... Well, you know, <laughs> it's a voice podcast and they create voice devices. So. True. And then Apple, well, let's see, wait, there's not much really to talk about here, is there? So no. basically no voice strategy. Siri is just, you know, it's just a way of, you know, just calling someone from what I can see. They're just shifting phones. And if Amazon create a phone, then they're screwed. I, yeah, really bad. The HomePod just seems to have died on its ass as well. Yeah, I think the light at the end of the tunnel, though, is, do you remember we talked about John G and Andrea, who was taking oh, over yeah. the AI yeah. section. So I think he is going to fired, redesign. You've got to, why do you like this guy so much? Well, he's just. Uh, it just shows that they've got ambition to completely change Siri and make it a yeah. much more, hopefully, interesting yeah, well, in e- they've got it's an open goal, isn't it? Because they've got these yeah, phones are in our exactly, pockets. and they were the first ones to bring voice technology to the public consciousness. They were, weren't they? With Siri, that they were way ahead of their time. So 
I think it would be sad if if they were to just drop off now. Sad. Yeah, because I think they did a lot of hard work to get it to like get people familiar with it. When it started out, everyone was like, "What is this?" And without Siri, you could argue that Alexa wouldn't have got wouldn't have taken off. So, what about you? What's your plans for? What are your goals for next year? Then, have you got any goals? My personal goals, or yeah. well, just whatever. I think it's good. I don't know really. Not nothing in particular. Just keep surviving. Hmm. <laughs> I've got. I'm doing a marathon in. April, so I'm training for that. I'm going to get super focused on that. I did one about 10 years ago around Lake Garda, and it was like the best thing that I ever did. It's like exercise. I want to continue exercises, be a bit more zen, and we're going to, the agency is having a bit of an overhaul in January as well because, yeah, I think we're going to really, really refocus that on new services, obviously voice being one of them. So bring it up to date a little bit because there seems to be a, disconnect isn't there between the podcast voice stuff that we're doing and the agency so we need to kind of bring the two in together so that's what i'm going to be kind of thinking about all over christmas writing things down on pieces of paper but i think this year has been a great year favorite year ever it's just been awesome what and, do you uh, think what do you think amazon's goal is for 2019 i think that it's to get into the public consciousness somehow. So they've, they're selling the devices, but no one knows how to use them apart from playing Spotify and, you know, the usual things that we talk about. So I think it's... That's their goal, to, to increase use cases. Yeah, I, that's what I'm uses. picking up when I'm going there. Yeah. You know, they're really encouraging the people to build the skills, but the skills haven't connected yet. What about Google? I think they just want to get into people's homes and, and obviously... And I think it's going to be much more reserved, a reserved approach, but it, it will be the kind of new voice internet, basically. So it replaces mm. traditional, a traditional way of searching. It's a new way of searching. I think if we're sitting here this time next year, we'll be looking at a very different voice landscape. And I think it will be much more Google than Amazon. Wow. What a prediction. What a prediction. So, okay. What's our, should we do our skill of the week? Yeah. It's uh, obviously Christmas time. So we've chosen a festive skill. Do you want to do the honors then? Yeah. Okay. Alexa, open Christmas countdown. It's five sleeps until Christmas. My friend Santa has an update for you. was going to sing a carol then yeah 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 so i've got my kids are really into this skill because obviously they're kids and they they uh, love father christmas so having a bit of fun at the moment at home just mm. santa spotting you know just oh he's up there on the roof have you seen him wow look he's, he's in the window and they yeah they they seem to fall for it which Gullible. is great. yeah that's great yeah yeah so so yeah quite I, it's a bit weird they just asked if we like christmas carols and then left though yeah, it's just a gimmick skill, isn't it? It's just it's just a gimmick Christmas skill. Um, it'd be nice if data you, about. Yeah, no, it'd be nice if there was perhaps a bit more. I don't know Christmas cards and stuff like that. Yeah. 
So should we do a head-to-head as well? Yeah, we do a the final head-to-head? one of Series 1. Exactly. So, well, it's Christmas, so we're going to go for a little drink after this uh, podcast, I think. Just we quickly, should... who do you think has won overall? Google. Yeah. Interesting, like actually. That's really interesting. Okay. But Alexa can have a shot at dignity. Alexa, find me a bar in Brixton. Here are a few top-rated ones in Brixton. One, Cask Pub and Kitchen. Two, Queen's Arms. Three, Dandelion and Four, Gone. Well, I've never heard of any no. of them. And I, I'm quite down with the bars in Brixton. Well, Will is. He's normally in them every night. Just you have to, They have to kick him out. Hey, Google, find me a bar in Brixton. I found a few places. The first one is Seven at Brixton at Seven Market Row, London. The second one is the Shrub and Shutter at 336 Cold Harbour Lane, London. The third one is Barrio Brixton at 30 Acre Lane, London. Well, for me, Google won that again because clearly... That is, I've heard of those bars. And yeah, the ones. and it's probably based on their review system or maps. Exactly. So Google wins it. Amazon, man, you need to sort yourselves out because it, you may be marketing yourselves a bit better, but Google has given the best information. Mm. So there needs to be some sort of local skill with all the with all the bars listed. Someone needs to build it. So that brings to the close. All right, Dan. So my friend Dan Tite is uh Finally, you've joined the podcast in the final minute, Dan. Uh, presumably, you're just sat in, uh, Lord Dan has just sat in his office in Cardiff, just looking cool, looking forward to Christmas. Dan Tite is the king of Cardiff as well. So he pr- presumably at some point will be kind of, I don't know, the Lord Mayor of Cardiff. Because if, have you met Dan? No. No, he is like, look, the, the, you know, if he lived around here, he'd, he'd, he'd own it, you know. He's hell of a boy. So that brings to the close another episode of the Voice for Voice podcast. We really appreciate you listening to this uh, podcast. It's been such a blast recording it this year for you. Yeah. We've been fairly consistent, but we're going to go down now and into the bunker and think of new new ideas for series 2. Will is in Kenya in the first week of January, so we're going to be returning in the second week of January for series 2 of the Voice for Voice podcast. Thank you very much for listening.